Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Hey show, 98.7 ESPN, and yes, Peter Rosenberg, Don LaGreca, my last day doing the show before I, I get out and do this honeymoon and head to Rio tonight. Don will be on next week with his uh, best friend, Dan Grasso. Is that correct? That's right. Starting tomorrow, yeah. No, oh, I can't wait. Starting tomorrow for a full week. You kidding me? You now, can't wait. I, for I, You're going to be completely oblivious. You're going to be in Brazil for oh, your honeymoon. No, I'm going to be listening every day. How, how, what better way to say? Why listen to like sweet bossa nova music in, in Brazil on my honeymoon when I could be listening to the sweet sounds of Don and Dan? Are you kidding me? Now, one thing that is definitely true, unlike the last thing that I just said, is that when I get back on Christmas Day, uh, the next day, the 26th, I will be at Madison Square Garden to check out the WWE Holiday Tour, which is always at MSG around this time every year. And uh, the guy who thousands and thousands of kids and everybody else will be out to see is our guest right now, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Cody, Peter Rosenberg, and Don LaGreca, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing outstanding. I have to offer a congratulations to you, honeymoon bound. That's that's exciting. That's that's the that's the deal. That's the dream. And then I don't think I've ever spoken to this Lagrange. Um, <laughs> oh. this is this is blowing my mind. Uh, I've spoken to the other Lagrange often, older or younger Lagrange. Uh, my he's he's three and a half years younger than me, and he has so nothing but the, nice things to say about you. You were the alpha of this. Yes. Oh and wow! He, and he 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 loves you. I talked to him last night. He just really thinks you're tremendous, and he's very excited oh, that I get a chance to talk to you. I love that. Busted uh, Open was a lot of help to me in my career. Remains a lot of help. So love that. Share the love with him, please. So, so I wanted to start there, uh, Cody. I was thinking it could be cool for people who don't know your story and are not familiar with Cody Rhodes. I'll, I'll set it up, and then you finish it if you can. You're at WWE for a long time. You're following in the footsteps of your dad, the legendary Dusty Rhodes. You get to a point in your career in WWE where things just are not what you expected it to be. You're saddled with a character that's not your favorite. And you decide to walk away from the guaranteed safety and money of that job. And I would love for you to tell everybody out there listening in New York who may not know your story what you decided to do and, and what happened next. It was unprecedented at the time for anyone to, to leave WWE. Typically, WWE makes you leave. They fire you. And in my case, uh, I was the one who, who went walking. And before I ever... Did that, uh, I was planning 
on, on what I would do because the whole purpose of walking away from that guaranteed money and the biggest sports entertainment company on the planet, the whole purpose was to prove that I was better than the place I was on that card. And I had to do that. The only way to do that is, is walk and not talk. And I had put together a list of hot independent professional wrestlers at the time that I would go out and that helped mobilize the fan base. I'm going to check every box on this list. Um, that journey would then take me to creating with two buddies of mine, the very first independent wrestling show that ever had over 10,000 people attend. We were told it couldn't be done. It sold out almost instantly. That spurred being part of the team that brought an alternative uh, wrestling promotion back to cable television opposite of WWE and throughout my tenure with AEW, I was I was the competition, the all the alternative. Um, really, all of that I, I I couldn't envision how I returned, but I did return to WWE at WrestleMania, and since then, it's been a run that only only a little eight year old me could have possibly dreamed of. Uh, defeating Seth Rollins not once, not twice, but three times. Uh, defeating Brock Lesnar twice winning the Royal Rumble, it, it you know, and, and main eventing WrestleMania 39, the most profitable event in the, the history of our game. I am very lucky and I am very blessed that I ever, uh, that I ever bet on myself. And the confidence that you have in yourself, how, how much do, of that comes from your legacy and your dad? You know, I think sometimes Maybe there's a thin line between confidence and uh, and maybe ignorance. Uh, <laughs> I I think uh, I think my dad had this ability to. He, he was very very much a motivator, consistently, always looking on the bright side of everything. Every every cloud was a silver lining, and that that made things that are impossible or feel impossible or seem impossible he always looked at them as things that could be achieved. And I think just through the osmosis of him raising me and wonderful parents that I had, both, both him and my mother, Michelle, um, it's, it's a little bit of ignorance and a little bit of confidence. It, it's, it's, it's better not to know all the reasons why it's not going to work. It's better not to know all the curveballs you'll face uh, and just, just go at that. And uh, so much of uh so much of what I'm doing today, uh, I know he'd, he'd get a huge kick out of. Is there a version? So, like, you know, people who watch who, who watch WWE a lot and, and understand the product know that, you know, you, you have certain kinds of characters. Characters the fans cheer for. Characters the fans boo. You know, for the last couple of years since Cody came back, Don, basically immediately upon getting here, he became the tippy-top guy of who fans cheer for okay mm. like he he i mean i i don't want to make cody blush but he he jumped into basically that number one spot almost immediately and i'm curious is there any version of your life where you would have stayed with wwe and eventually gotten that opportunity or did it only come because you were willing to bet on yourself and come back you know, if you look at it from the like an Elseworlds perspective, and then maybe a mirror universe vibrating in you know a, a, a different frequency, perhaps. 
uh, I never, I never wanted to leave. And, and, and then when I did want to leave, it's because the place had broken my heart. I, I cared so much about it. Um, you know, I, I really don't know. I do know that Stardust, specifically the character that I was portraying before I left, which was, you know, a space clown. It was painted face, and it was it was very. Uh, I don't know how to, a lot of comedy. I did always put my heart and soul into it. But I do know that without that rock bottom period, I would have never, uh, I would have never had the, the low feeling that would bring me to, to that decision and that would bring me to being so motivated when I left to just be everywhere, every time and every company and before the forbidden door was even a thing, crossover on all all platforms that I possibly could. So that's a great that's a great question. I I I often wonder had I stayed, but having not stayed, a lot of good was done, not just for me. I'm again I'm blessed to even be here, but the, the industry, I was I was able to do a couple things for the actual business that when you're a little eight-year-old kid who just wants to wear the belt around your waist and run around your underwear, you don't think about that and uh i know me and, and matt and nick are, are are very proud of, of that for, for uh for our industry uh, and you said you, you left and you know and you look at the rivalry with aew and, and wwf going back to the day now wwe it's, it's always had some level of competition uh how how good is it to have rival alternatives is, is it good for the sport and does it keep wwe on its toes having seen both sides of it cody how how good overall is it for the health of wrestling to have some other competition, some alternatives to WWE? Well, you know, I'll say the area is probably the most beneficial and the most uh, the most helpful is in terms of there's only so many jobs for you to pull, put your tights on and pull your boots up and and be a professional wrestler and be a uh, an in ring superstar. And the fact that there's opportunity now to be paid well um, outside of just WWE, it, it creates a healthier, healthier bodies, healthier minds, uh, creates a better, a, a better system amongst the locker rooms. The locker rooms are better off for there being alternatives and there being competition. But I will say, and, and this has been the case of WWE over the last two years, WWE has entered into a whole new stratosphere. I mean, really, we're still searching for a name for this era. It's, it's a golden era. And the bottom line, the dollars and cents, the black and white, is that the last time this happened was the Attitude Era in the late 90s with Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and these just absolutely mm -hmm. luminary, legendary personas. For us to be able to be breaking their records there really is a competition for WWE right now, um, and, and it's and and that's something I don't take for granted. And, and uh, not what would it, it stays that way because this team is really moving forward. Uh, CM Punk just returned uh, to WWE. Uh, Nick Khan and Triple H uh, have taken what what Vince created and built, and and they've moved it. And, and the goalposts have continued to move. It's really a special time to be on the team. It seems like everybody wants to be with us. And I am happy that a sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg mentioned the position <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I'm 
I'm blessed to be in that position. Uh, and and we're thrilled to have you back. Uh, everybody was just tickled to to find out you'd be walking through those doors again. And actually, if you want a chance to see w, uh, WWE star Cody Rhodes and everybody else, including uh, I mentioned CM Punk, Dirty Dom Mysterio, and so many more, MSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, December 26th, right now, caller 15-888-987-ESPN, a pair of tickets to be in the building. And, Cody, you told me yesterday you wanted to tell me what the match was and, and there was something special you wanted to add to this match on the 26th at the Garden. Uh, there was something special that I wanted to add to the match, and, and as of today, Adam Pierce and WWE, the, the top brass, the higher-ups, have, uh, have confirmed this is what's going to happen, not only at the... Madison Square Garden, holiday uh, holiday tour, the day after Christmas. Not only will we be wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura, but it will be in a bull rope match. And that uh, <laughs> that 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 fills my uh, my heart up. It's it's not only a, a match that my family has uh, perhaps made famous to a degree, but also it's the original bull rope that we've had amongst Dusty, Dustin, and myself. Um, so looking forward to the holiday tour, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Cody Rhodes, uh, first time ever full row match. I I interviewed Shawn Michaels last week, and he told me that for his money, Dom Mysterio was the MVP of WWE over the last year. Uh, I'm curious about that. What you think of that statement, and what you think of Dom Mysterio? Oh well. That's that's a uh, loaded because Dom is a is a prickly individual. But if I was looking at it from taking soul, merch soul, excitement over matches, just genuine body of work, I'd say your MVP is. Uh, I'm not gonna say myself. Somebody else hopefully will say me. But I'd say Seth Rollins, world heavyweight champion, is probably uh, somebody who's more of an MVP. Uh, who am I to go against what Shawn Michaels said, though? If Shawn Michaels sees something in Dominic Mysterio, that's that's huge because he's not one that uh, that often will make that, that claim. Dom is as difficult as he is to get along with. He is incredibly, incredibly linked to the audience. I have a feeling that if Don Mysterio, he walks out now, if those of you who don't watch WWE, he walks out, he puts the mics to his lips, and you can't hear a word he's saying because they blew him out of the building. I I have a sense that Dom will be getting that same reaction two or three years from now, but they won't be boos, they'll be cheers. There is something incredibly special about the young man, and I'm sorry that I've had to beat him so many times, um, but... Uh, I, I look forward to what he does. He comes from good stock, obviously, and his future is perhaps brighter than anybody's. How special is it to uh, to do all this at the Garden? Garden is where it all started for uh, for for my my family. There's this whole it's gotten way overblown now theme we have on WWE programming. Finish the story and. Finish the story stems from a match in 1978 in Madison Square Garden where my dad went for the WWWF title mm. against superstar Billy Graham. He won the match, but he did not win the title. And uh, that's 
I was the one as a real kid. I wanted to put it in his hand and say, hey, you can't take it away from me now. Uh, that's That was my first goal, my first dream. And to be able to uh, to be in the, the same air. The garden is an incredibly special experience for anybody, whether you're sitting in the seats or you're in the ring. There's just a level of adrenaline that pumps into your soul that perhaps other places don't have. I I, I love MSG and you, you got to remember my my father's uh, roots were in Tampa, Florida, in a little Yankee Stadium and and spring training. And when he first got the call to go up to New York, I, I think he was perhaps a little trepidatious about how a New York market would take for this Texas boy uh, in this in this Tampa you know this Tampa star. And the way they took to him has been something that I know it meant so much to him. Any match, my dad wrestled Ric Flair a thousand times. He wrestled Harley Race, all these individuals, Terry Funk. But if you were to ask him what his favorites were, it's those three sold out shows in the garden. It's just a special place. You never forget your 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 time in the garden. I got two more things for you, Cody. And again, Cody Rhodes and the rest of the WWE will be at MSG on December 26th. You mentioned you just mentioned his name in passing when talking about your dad. When the great Terry Funk passed away a few months ago, you were tapped to to come on SmackDown and talk about Terry Funk. How, how did that feel for you to have that honor? And what does it mean to you to sort of be at this point the kind of veteran that is incredibly popular with the kids today, but also has such a tie to the the past of this business? It's a it's an interesting and cool spot. I think it's a great um, tightrope to walk. I really want to go further with the game. You know, the speed of our industry is changing, the competitiveness of it, the just overall demand is is just like any sport or any performance is being increased. But then to have you know one foot in the past where you can take these things. We always say in our game, what's old is new. You can take things like any anybody who's coming up in a wrestling school today wants to be a wrestler, wants to be a WWE superstar. You could learn from just watching Terry Funk walk to the ring. Terry Funk, Dory Funk. I mean, truly, truly, there's there's a lot of magic that can be used again, uh, and, and it be your own your own wink to wink to the past, I suppose. Um, but to do that for Terry Funk uh, on that SmackDown was incredibly special. And, and I often, when given that spot, I, I just got to recently introduce the, you know, the, the tribute to the Troop Show. I mean, Peter, you, you've been with the company. It, it's still surreal to me that that, it's my name next to those things. It's not, I'm not putting on any front about it. It's, it's surreal to me. I try to thank everyone who I could possibly thank when I get those opportunities because to be in that spot was I was very lucky, and I'm I'm hoping that some of these little kids who come to these shows and, and enjoy what I do, maybe they looked into Terry Funk that night and saw some of the magic that he offered the parents for so many years. Don, I got to tell you something about Cody. I, Cody is one of those guys that's so nice. That like you wonder yeah. is he like this all the time? I'm I'm just being honest with you with, with you, Cody. Like you you are yeah. that is the kind of personality he has, and I've, I'm not the only person who said this. That people go, does it ever stop? Is there ever a moment? Last time at the Na- at Nassau, Nassau Coliseum, you finished the show, 
and you sat around after the show and signed everything for every kid who waited and stayed there by the barricade. Is there ever a day when people can catch Cody Rhodes not in that sort of mood? Well, I'd say never, never kids because, you know, I'm, I'm a father now and it, the, just the, their enjoyment and what we do, they're, they're the, the greatest fans. So that they're not going to catch me that way. But I, I can say I, I'm not as nice as you described. And if you put a little bourbon in me, perhaps, then it's a lot spicier <laughs> of a situation. Or remember, I've got all this equity within the industry, my family, my dad, my brothers, all this. So I also have a lot of opinions and perhaps, you know, some of them a little more bitter than others. But uh, I I know how lucky I am to be in the position I am right now. And I think I, I try to, I don't want to, I try to be the best version of me I can uh, to honor the position I'm in. Uh, last one. We we talked about a lot of names, and we talked about WWE. This is an incredible space that WWE is in. The level of talent, in my opinion, the quality of shows right now, just week to week on TV. Um, the, the 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 premium live events are amazing. And when you look at talent that's come in, CM Punk just arrived. Uh, Jade Cargill just arrived, and Cody Rhodes also is here. It, it, all in the last couple of years. The, the one name that is sort of out there that people say, the, maybe the last one that people go, oh, my God, we have to see this guy. I could argue there are a couple, but certainly none bigger than a fellow New Yorker, uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, mm-hmm. Would you be interested, and do you think we will one day see MJF in WWE? I think one day you you will see MJF in WWE. I think one thing I'm, I'm really proud of him for uh, for those who don't know, MJF was one of my recruits and uh, probably the one I'm the most excited about, uh, just his potential, his personality, his, his, his overall professionalism is, is beaming. But one thing I'm proud of him for doing is if you notice, he's put on a lot of muscle and he's put it on safely uh, over the last year and a half. And when he does make that jump, and I don't know when that is, if, if he makes the jump, but if he comes to WWE, you have to stand across from guys like Drew McIntyre. You have to stand across from guys like Omas, uh, our, our gosh, Brock Lesnar. And again, he, I'm not shaming anyone who's not hitting the gym and playing and banging with the weights like The Rock would say, but it is part of what we do now. Uh, you you, you got to be able to... to uh, to swing the bat with the big boys and I, watching him grow physically, uh, it seems like maybe he knows where his, his future lies. But really, um, your your guess is as good as mine. I never bother him about it because I, I, I just want to remain the the friends we've become today. Well, don't worry, I bother him about it, um, Cody. <laughs> We, we appreciate your time, and we're stoked to see you in that bull rope match at MSG on the 26th. Thank you, man. Thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate it. And anything that has got connections to the New York Yankees, my sister, oh, my gosh. She was so excited when she I was going to be on this thing. My gosh. Thank you. Guys. Oh, really? Well, when you come to town, you and your sister, we'll make sure Michael K. and the Yes Network takes yeah. care of you. Are you kidding me? Take care of you. We got so- you. So the Yes Network was on in my house consistently the entire my entire childhood, and 
I was often thrown out of the room in playoff season because my sister and my dad, Yankees baseball was their thing, and I didn't get it. And yeah, so I she it's it's a big deal. I mean, my my niece is named Maris after Roger Maris. It's a big deal in our family. So what? I was I was here. Your your dad is so funny to me. So he's like the ultimate. He's the son of a plumber. He's the most regular <laughs> Southern man ever, right, Don? Yes. And the two teams I know of him loving are the Yankees and the Lakers. So my dad liked winners. That's the best way. <laughs> he liked. Sounds he liked, like he liked winners, and he didn't want to be one of those people that shy away from winning franchises. If they're a winning franchise, they're doing something right. He didn't like the underdogs, which is. Wild because he's perhaps a large underdog in the industry, but he liked winners, and that's how he raised us. That is, that, I love it. I love it, Cody. Thank you, buddy. I'll see you next yeah, week. This Merry is Christmas, great, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. Merry Christmas, guys. You Take too. care. There he is, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I, you know what? I didn't. I did not remember that his dad was a Yankee fan. It it just seems so random. Don, he was like the ultimate underdog wrestler. It's hilarious to me that in real life he's a dude who just well, rooted listen, for winners. He's a, kind of a bandwagon jumper. You're a Yankee. <laughs> you know, you're not from New York or L.A. and you're a Yankee Laker fan. I have a feeling he just was kind of – he wanted to make sure he was getting some wins. Are you sensing an F word that rhymes with rod? No. I Yeah, you know what? Definitely fraud-like behavior. <laughs> Uh, not a fraud at all. Amani Toomer. He will join us next to talk Tommy Cutlets. K Show, 98.7 ESPN. And yes. Peter. Now. Go ahead. Ask bath. me a question. Oh, do you just want to say the word bath? Okay. I had something clever, but I, yeah, just go with bath. All right, cool. Let me tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my bath. They did an incredible job. They customized it for my needs. Process easy. One expert installer. Done in a day. No demolition. No mess. Bath Fitter is a permanent, high-quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers just like me for a limited time save 10% up to $500 on a complete bath fitter tub and wall system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one bath fitter. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Giants all of a sudden a topic of conversation, so we welcome in our weekly spot with Amani Toomer. It's Don LaGreca, Peter Rosenberg. How are you, sir? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing well. We'll finally get a chance to talk about a team that's worth talking about most of the year. Absolutely. It's been what's wrong. Now it just seems like what, what is right. You know, if you go back to when Tyrod Taylor took over, you had said that the, the offense just seems to be better. Now Tommy DeVito comes in. He's starting to find his groove. Is it about the quarterback, Amani, this time, or is it just that, hey, this offensive line's starting to block, they're starting to figure things out? How much has Tommy contributed to why this offense is functioning, or is he just a is he a positive byproduct of the offense finally getting it? Well, I think he's a positive uh, byproduct, but I think he's helping himself as well. The fact that mm. he's not holding on to the ball. Whenever I look at a quarterback, and especially a younger quarterback, and, he's, and he has the ball in his hands after he hits his, uh, his, his after he gets to the top of his his, um, his drop. Uh, there's something wrong. The quarterback has to know where he's going with the ball before he finishes his drop, and he has to be a, you know, like a, almost like a, uh, you know, like touching the third rail. You hit that third stop, boom, and your weight transfers to your front foot as you throw the ball uh, anywhere. You can't hold it and try and make play hero ball and try to make all these these, these plays. Uh, when sometimes the play the best play to make is just uh, to throw the ball away or just to get the ball to the down to the back uh, to see what they can do because when you try to do too much a quarterback especially in um, especially in the league if you don't have a lot of experience it, it, it could it could be very painful and it will cost you with turnovers so got to get rid of the ball and I think Tommy DeVito is doing a great job of getting rid of the football and reading the offense obviously he's studying a lot obviously he's Taking, uh, taking on the coaching, and, man, I'm, I'm just really impressed with how quickly the turnaround happened from when, he was, when the Giants were just running the ball for the past last 30 plays of the Jets game to him performing as well as he did in that last-minute drive to win uh, a game on Monday night versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, of course, we're talking to Amani uh, Tumor for the Amani Tumor Report, brought to you by New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association and Bigelow T. So, we, we talked to you at the uh, party last week when you, um, mm-hmm. attacked Don, when you attacked Don's outfit, which was a, which a, it was a hilarious and, and somewhat troubling moment. Um, <laughs> he was just, he's a very opinionated man. But, well, but, that's, uh, well, that's, my, that's my love language. I don't, if, I don't, if I don't make fun of you, it means I don't really like you. If I make fun of you, that means I, I'm rocking with you. That's kind of how I roll. Oh, listen, you know I know, I I know you love me, you just didn't love my outfit. <laughs> yeah, your outfit was... Uh, Hey, no, it looked. I would say this one thing: it looked good on you. I couldn't pull it off, but you <laughs> <Right>. definitely could. <laughs> I, 
Um, now let me let me. We we talked about this though. The the question of should it have been Tyrod, and I think we yeah. got the answer. Uh, Amani, I'm curious how you feel because I was sort of up and down with it, but now that they got the win, I love the decision they made because I, I think Tyrod would have won the game also. Um, I think it would have been a similar sort of game. They would have won narrowly, I believe. But, yeah. A, it wouldn't have been nearly as much fun. And, B, we wouldn't have learned anything new. We know Tyrod's a capable quarterback who could have won that football game. Looking back at it now, do you love the decision, or do you feel the same way? Oh, it's a gutsy decision because you those guys in that locker room right now, like I said on the show last week, they only have a, you know, this is maybe their only year, maybe their last year, maybe their only opportunity to really play, and they don't want to waste it uh, developing a quarterback. And Tommy DeVito came through to make it seem like this team is not giving up. This organization from the top down is not giving up. They really believe that Tommy DeVito gave them the best opportunity, and he showed and proved. So they're already putting more responsibility on him, putting the team in his hands. Just let him know that, let, let everybody know that this guy is not just a story. He's not just, you know, you know, with his mom making his bed. He's not just a cutlet kid. The kid can actually go out there and make some plays. Like that last-minute drive, that was nothing. There was no gimmick about that. When you, when you hit the, to, when he threw the ball to Wondell Robinson and, and to, to get in field goal range, not a lot of quarterbacks in the league can do that. Not a lot of starters can do that, let alone a backup that, you know, you know, to be honest with you, barely made the team. But the fact that he is coming through and playing as well as he has, I, I think people are trying to make it as this old gimmick. I think he is a legitimate player after watching last night's uh, Monday night's game. How would this offense look, or how would the Giants look right now if Daniel Jones was the quarterback? Ooh, that's a thirty thousand. That's that's a really, that's 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 a that's a good question because you know one thing we know about Daniel is he always he holds the ball a lot and he tries to make plays when sometimes the plays aren't 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 able to be made. Um, I think I think he, when he watches Tyrod play, when he watches uh, Tommy DeVito play, he realizes that he, hopefully he'll realize and learn that there's more you can make bigger plays by just getting the ball to the players in the right hand as opposed to trying to hold it and run around and open yourself up to the hits that he's been taking. You open yourself up to the interceptions, the fumbles. Get the ball out of your hand as a quarterback and just execute the offense and allow everybody else to play. And that's kind of what I want from him because we all know when he does that, like he did last year, I'm talking about Daniel Jones, he is the quarterback that can make a difference. So, you know, it is always learning. You're constantly learning in the NFL. I played in the NFL for 13 years. I learned every. I learned something every year and tried to improve my game every year. You never stop learning, and I hope that, that, that Daniel Jones will watch this film and watch how the quarterbacks underneath him have played, and he learned something from it. So, Don doesn't think this is as much of an issue as I do, um, but being a Commanders fan, I sort of just. I lived through this with Taylor Heineke and you know yeah. and also just obviously when you root for a team that doesn't have a quarterback there's just always a problem at quarterback yeah. is, is there a downside to the fan base falling this in love 
with Tommy DeVito? And could this become a pain in the Giants' neck and Danny DeVito and uh Danny DeVito and Daniel Jones's <laughs> neck come next year? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think everybody knows. I mean, you just look. I always say, follow the money. They're not paying Tommy DeVito anything. They're giving him a couple ham sandwiches, a couple cutlets, and you know, and he's he's doing a great job. He's going to earn more money in the future, but. They've already committed to Daniel Jones, and you know look, he's going to get every single opportunity to compete um, in, for the next couple of years. So I'm not really – I think the fans might, but in terms of the decision that's already been made, it's, mm-hmm. it's already been made in terms of, of ownership, and that's really what you have to, to, to concentrate on. I mean, there could be a Brock Purdy-type situation where you, know, you, you draft um, Trey Lance and the, and the young Brock Purdy outplays him. But that's not going to be for, I, I would say, at least two years until he actually gets an opportunity to, uh, Daniel Jones gets an opportunity to show what he can do and how much he's improved. Now, what I find interesting is what if Daniel Jones isn't ready for camp? Joe Shane said sometimes these injuries take a full calendar year. I mean, if he's not ready for opening night, how do you handle that? I'm all for, I'm all for DeVito competing with Daniel Jones for the job. But they're going to have to go out and get another quarterback. What quarterback do you get if Daniel Jones isn't ready to start the season? I think that's going to depend. He's definitely not going to be ready to start the next season. I had a knee injury, same, similar. I tore, I tore my ACL um, in in November, um, and I was I was back for the beginning of the season, but I didn't have that pop in my leg. And I wasn't super confident. A full calendar year is when that pop suddenly comes back. So I think he'll 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 they'll ease him back in. Maybe by game two, game three, I think he'll be um, to be able to, to to show a little bit more. But I think it's up to Tommy DeVito. What does he do over these last couple of weeks? Does he show? Because when I look at a young quarterback, I give him four games because it takes four games for people to get you on film to see your likes to see how you your iteration of how the offense runs. And so it's going to take four games for teams to catch up with him. And that's that's when quarterbacks have to evolve. They have to figure out some other way to be successful. And we're going to find out over these next couple games. It's actually a really good situation for the Giants because if they do find Tommy DeVito as their, as their quarterback, their backup quarterback, then, you know, they're taking a lot of money out of that, uh, of that quarterback room, you know, paying to, Paying uh, Daniel Jones the forty, and then also uh, with Tyrod Taylor, that's forty-five. You can get five back by not having um, Daniel, uh, not having Tyrod Taylor there, and you have a young quarterback on a rookie deal who's a, who's a viable option. I think the biggest thing we want to find out about Tommy DeVito is can he keep it up? He's already shown he can do it. He's shown flashes. Can he keep it up? I believe he can, but we will see. What level of crazy? Now, right now, five and eight. I got to tell you, we talk to Giants fans every day. I think for the most yeah. part, they're they're very realistic. If anything, sometimes too realistic. You know, we shouldn't even be winning these games. Blah blah blah. They're they're not losing mm-hmm. their mind. But Amani, I do feel that if they beat the Saints this weekend, it's four straight. They get to mm-hmm. six and eight. Mm-hmm. I think Christmas Day against the Eagles becomes like. A very intense football game for this team in this town. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Eagles are hated. They've beaten the Giants. I don't know how many times in a row. I don't remember the last time. I don't even. I don't remember the last time we beat the, the, the Eagles. So 
if you know you're on a four or six game winning streak, when you get on those streaks, I've been involved in a couple of them. You just start winning games out of habit. You just start, you know, you, you know how to play. You know, you get re- this confidence about you that no matter what happens, you are going to find a way to win. And it, and it starts happening magically. Winning is contagious. And, man, this, these, that Eagles team is not playing their best football. You know what the Eagles team reminds me of? They remind me of the 2008 Giants. We, were, we started out 11-1, and and we, beat, we went to Pittsburgh and beat the eventual Super Bowl champions in their home stadium. We went to Arizona, the NFC representative, and we blasted them down in Arizona without Plexico for the game, the first game that he missed. And so we just get this, this weird cruise control, and all of a sudden all these teams keep getting better, and we feel like, oh, we're here, we can just roll out the footballs and win, and it just doesn't work that way. You have to have that edge. You have to have a burr on your saddle constantly to be able to play against these younger, these, these hungrier teams. Because at the end of the day, if you're not getting better every week, week in and week out, you're getting worse because everybody else in the league is getting better towards the end of the season. And I feel like this Eagles team is ripe for the upset and they are not playing their best football. And now they're starting to look around and see what the problem is. And I don't know, man, after watching them lose this past weekend, I, it just reminded me of the, the 2008 mm. Gi- uh, Giants. You, you think that, so last thing, quick pick. You think they get one more and, and get this one against the Saints on Sunday? I do. I do. I, I feel a lot, a lot of confidence. Um, talked to some of the guys yesterday. I did an event at, uh, at, the, at the Giant Stadium uh, with, at, for Tiffany's. And, man, those guys looked like they looked locked in. They looked focused. And, man, I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going to go down there and perform because, you know, one thing that's really hard for young quarterbacks is all playing on the road. And, uh, man, we're, we're going to learn a lot about Tommy DeVito uh, after he's being more scouted, looked into you know, how he, he runs this, these, his offense. And uh, I'm going to see what he can do. I'm, I'm very excited about this game against the Saints. Amani, as always, thank you. And uh, I am heading out of town. Happy uh, holidays. Merry Christmas. All that stuff, man. Great Absolutely. having you on every week. You too. And I you will too, talk man. To you Thanks week. a lot. There he is. Thanks. That right. is the Imani, the Imani Tumor Report, brought to you by the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors mm. Association, adding a little color to the Big Apple and Big O.T., who encouraged you to grab a mug and tea proudly. Don, you'll love that because our Twitter account posted uh, the announcement of the stipulation for the Cody Rhodes Shinsuke match, the bull rope match. Now wrestling websites are reporting that Michael K. has announced the stipulation for the match. Well, there you go. Not is surprising. It, you know <laughs> I, I wasn't even saying it from that standpoint, but yeah, that too. Guys, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about our friends at PC Richard & Son. It's a local company, family-owned. And they truly care about their customers. PC Richard & Son experts will help you find the right gifts for everyone on your list. Laptops from HP and Apple, countertop appliances from Cuisinart, GE, Breville, and more. Party speakers from JBL, headphones from Bose, electric scooters, and bikes. And of course, whether it's QLED or OLED, they have all the best TVs from Samsung, LG, and Sony. So get gifting at PC Richard & Son. Shop smart. Shop local. Hey guys, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Pajamagram's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curve caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win, so why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. And please tell them ESPN New York sent you. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN.
It's a great song. From that great Real Late album that I put out a couple years ago. It's a gem if I do say so myself. Very good. Love this tune. Shouts to Jay yeah, Nice from Delaware. Anthony just asked, when's two come? I, I've been moving rather slowly. Uh, I've, I've been held up over this one song that I really want to get done. and I just like haven't caught a break. Like with that first one, I caught a break or two where like things went the right way and I got a couple done. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And it sort of like jump-started everything. Whereas this one, I've had this one record I've really wanted to do and no one has seemed as enthusiastic about it as I am. And yet I'm super, I'm a believer in it. No, so I'm like, all right. Exactly. It sounds like that. Uh, wow. Guys, the 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series comes to MetLife Stadium this February. There it is. See the Flyers against the Devils? Yeah. That's the Saturday game, right? But then you get the Rangers-Islanders oh. on the Sunday. Okay. And, and I forget which day it is. Maybe Anthony can correct me, but uh, did you see who's going to be entertaining at the Stadium Series? That's the Devil no. game, I believe. The Devil, the Devil Flyer game. Saturday the 17th of February, yeah? Uh, the Jonas Brothers. Why? You kidding me? You know what they say, too. If the Jonas Brothers are involved in the middle of a Flyer-Devil game, you throw out the record books. Well, I was going to well, continue with the read. I have a question. Tickets on sale now. NHL.com slash Stadium Series tickets. Enter for your chance to win tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest. Submit your entry. Boom. Go ahead. What's your question? Now you're a pop culture guy. and you're. I a mean, somewhat. Guy. Sure, sure, sure. All right. So... Is this any kind of coup? Now, I get the relation because they're from Jersey. So I guess that makes sense, right? Wyckoff, New Jersey, I believe, is the town. I might be wrong. I think I'm right, though. So there's a connection, but is that is that anything? Is that cool? Is that outdated? Is that like, ah? Uh, like, how would you rate the Jonas Brothers performing on that Saturday at MetLife? For me... It's a oh, gigantic... no, no, not you. Okay, like in good. general, when you good. look at that, good go, way to stop oh. me. It's um cool, cool. I mean, like they're yeah <laughs> okay. You're See, yeah my voice. It's it's somewhere between an okay and uh, uh yeah yeah. But either way, either way, the voice is going up a notch. So you take that for what it is. Well, I know, <laughs> but it's 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 but it's just like a, yeah yeah sure. Sure. No, the reason I, di- I dismissed your opinion because I wanted to get, like, the overall, like, what should the opinion be? Like, I know, I don't know if you're a fan or not. I'm not. No, no offense to them. I'm sure they're very talented. It's not my musical taste. I don't think it's yours either. But I just wonder, in, in the realm of things, is that, like, a cool thing? But you, the octave tells me. Peter. The, the octave is more important than the word. Yeah, it's not for me. I'm sure there are families out there with, like, you know, uh, kids of a certain age where it's like, ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's not me. They they had a new album that came out back in May. Um, I can't tell you the first thing about said album, but listen, they're very popular. The only one I know is, is Nick. Nick did our show at some point, did uh, okay. Hot 97. Very nice guy. Now, Handsome it, man. Now, the show on our own network, which I did not watch a lot of, just a little bit, was that Claim to Fame? Which Jonas brother was the host of that? Was that Nick? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to be honest with you. I, you know what? I, you, you know what? I have too much respect for you. That's my problem. In the, I, I, in the, who was it? Yeah, you are. You're overstating it. You're overstating my capabilities. But you know what? Says Let Kevin me, and Frankie Jonas. That do anything for you? Kevin and Frankie. I, I didn't. I didn't know there was a Kevin or Frankie Jonas. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Well, there's three of them. 
So the other two have names. No, no, there's another. You're forgetting one then. Oh, that listen. I, Isn't I, there's three? There's not. Oh, there's only three. What oh, is there? Kevin, jo- Joe, and Nick are in the group. So, so Kevin, Joe, and Nick. So there's a possibility, Anthony, that I should be asking myself this. But I go to Peter everything music, everything pop culture, and then I realize that there's even limitations to Peter. I give him it, too much credit that I ask him everything. Which yeah. ones? Which ones? Roscoe. Ricky which Jonas Ros- is known as Bonus Jonas. Which apparently. one is That's Shep? For him. Yeah, which one is Zeppo? Yeah, is there? A, I know there's a Roscoe Jonas and a Zeppo Jonas. We need Michael. We're out of our we're out of our element here, guys. Now, now, uh, Don, you think I'm in the weeds, and I'm the one that knows apparently. You do, Don. Can, I know Don, more about still... it than Peter does. I knew that there were three. I knew two of them hosted the 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 um the, the that famous show. I just just escaped my mind. Claim to fame on ABC. Yeah. No idea. Well, no. Bonus Jonas does. Frankie Jonas apparently is the other one, along with Kevin, on that one. There's he's a not bonus in the band. Jonas? That, that's what that's what that's what Wikipedia says, and they've never steered so, us wrong before. So he's not in the band. He's, he's just from one Yonkers. of the brothers. Got to be yeah, the fourth Jonas. Has got to be. That's got to be tough. No. And listen, I do realize which that Baldwin a is large, that, by the way. There's a large segment of the audience. The, the, the Zeppo comment was way over their head, but it, it was funny because Zeppo was oh. the Lost Marks brother. Now it was lost on me, Don. I still just repeated it. It was funny. So you didn't know. You know about the Marx Brothers, right? I've heard you, yes, of course, and I've heard you reference Zeppo before. Well, Zeppo I, I was just the remember. fourth brother that wasn't like he was in a couple of the movies, but he was just he was like a straight man. He wasn't really part of the group. And which one was Richard Marx? <laughs> well, Richard Marx came way later. Oh, got it. And had a Unrelated. tremendous singing career. Uh, can you I, name I, I, all... maybe the NHL should ask them that to, maybe maybe Richard Marx should perform uh, the Rangers Islanders game? Can you name all the Jackson Five? No. Go ahead, give it a shot. Well, you put me on the spot. You said no. I said no. I still wanted the, to see you where it come up short. The knee. I took the knee. The ref didn't blow the whistle, and I still no. Got you got to you got to run a play. There's too much time on the clock. You got to run the play. Or there's Tito. Well, yeah. So you're not starting off. You're not starting <laughs> off making it easy for. All right, go ahead, Tito, Michael. There you go. It's all like I, I know the music. No, ABC. there's one more staring you in the face. Come on, you're better than that. Why? Because there's a third one that's everyone knows. I bet even Anthony knows the third one, and he's too young to know. Anthony, do you know the third one? I can't say that I do with confidence. No. Joe, not in the slightest idea. No one knows the third one. It's not looking you in the face. Come on, Don. You're going to kick yourself. Not they don't matter, but you're going to kick yourself. Janet wasn't born. No, she's not in the Jackson Five. No, I understand that. I know. Jermaine, come on. Yeah, I should have known Jermaine. Th- that's 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 you know that's a bad job out of you. If I'm it's, being it, honest, it, but I I don't feel remotely bad about it. And Jackie and Marlon. Now, when you say it, like if it, you had made it multiple choice, I would have gotten. But again, it's not. That's not my wheelhouse. I'm not a fan. You're I know the music. The Jackson because Five. How can you not know the music. Are you a, you're, 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 are you a fan of the? The big red USSR flag? Well, what are you a fan of? I, I, the, I have to, in order to be American, yes. I have to be a fan of the Jackson 5? At least some of their music, yes. Well, I said or I, you like, be I, 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 I like ABC. Okay. I bet you like more than ABC, I'm I sure. Know, I, I listen to the 70s on 7. The music comes on, I turn it off. It's just not my thing, man. I don't know what to tell you. Wait, you turn off Jackson 5 songs? Yes. Like you would be like, oh, I don't want to hear this. And you turn That's it right. off? That's right. 
Now, some of Michael's stuff, I like Ben. You turn you turn off I Want You Back by the Jackson 5? That's right. You turn off I'll Be There? Not right away, but eventually. Rock and Robin, turn it off. No, right off. Come on. You're you're turning off uh Shake Your Body Down to the Ground? Enjoy yourself? Yeah, you're turning these off. That's a bad song. That's a good one. I might nice. not turn that one off. Oh, that's later. Now we're getting to the 70s, though. But yeah, baby, Young Jackson's you're turning off, you're saying. Okay. All right. Maybe Listen, see, it. I might leave on. But I, I don't think that makes me un-American. You, well, think, we'll you think I'm now a, I'm a communist is what you that, suggested. That is what I suggested. Yes. I, what about I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Not, I'm not, not one of my particular favorites. I think I, I like Madonna's version better. Interesting take. Uh, guys, <laughs> We have, the, we have the pro picks in the 5 o'clock hour coming up. I don't know what the hell I'm picking, so that'll be fun. We have ENN coming up at 6, and more of that. your phone calls and so much to do next. It's the K Show on 98.7 ESPN, and guess what? Yes as well. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.